As a strong, independent mother, there is nothing that will get in the way of your child's safety. Soberlink understands the importance of peace of mind when it comes to co-parenting after a divorce. Using the highest quality technology and with features like facial recognition and real-time results, moms like you are empowered with proof that your child is safe. Navigating life post-divorce can be difficult, and having a tool like Soberlink allows for one less thing to stress about. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create this resource, Tips for Single Moms Returning to Work. To access the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash M-M-O. This week on Moms Moving On. But to be really careful not to blame your ex for your child's behavior. You may not like how your ex is parenting. And when you are divorced and you're living in separate homes, you have to accept the fact that your ex can have different rules in the household than you do. It'd be nice to come together, but you may not be able to. And unless the rules, you know, unless it's abusive or something, they actually have the right to parent differently. Life moves on, so why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. Today, we're talking about the kids, specifically kids who have some issues with their behavior and how to co-parent them. We're talking to the owner and CEO of Empowering Parents. His name is Kimball Lewis, and he's a child behavior improvement expert with years of experience working with parents who are desperate to improve their child's behavior. He's frequently interviewed by CBS for his expert parenting advice and can speak to all sorts of your challenges when it comes to your child and their behavior. Kimball, thank you so much for being here. It's an honor and a pleasure. Thanks, Michelle. It's good to be here. I would love for our listeners to hear a little bit about your background and how you got into the Empowering Parents space, which by the way, guys, we're going to dive into that later. I can't wait till you hear about everything Empowering Parents can offer you. So so every, so every, all of all of our work at Empowering Parents is working with parents that are dealing with child behavior problems. And they come to us because they're, they're having these over and over again, and they need to know what to do. So a lot of people, a lot of parents will end up in therapy and other stuff which is fine and that works well, but they need to know specifically what actions to take when your child is doing X, Y, and Z. So our, our, our website is, and all of our materials are, are based on a comprehensive approach to dealing with child behavior problems that was developed by a gentleman named James Lehman about 10 years ago. He sort of reached peak of popularity around 2011 and he suddenly passed away. And wow. his program was, had been used by about half a million parents at that point mostly books and DVDs, but it's a very comprehensive approach. He worked in group homes with kids who had behavior problems. So he's dealing with, it's on a regular basis with lots of kids and he developed an approach to dealing with the behavior problems. And um, so the, the, the company and the program started to languish after that because he was no longer around. I took it up and converted it to sort of an online, it used to be books and DVDs and, and, and that now it's an online program you can sign up for. And it's a comprehensive approach for parents on how to approach these issues. And we combine it with parent coaching. So when you sign up for our for our services and you work through the program, you can actually make appointments with our parent coaches to talk about how it's going and talk about your next strategies. And our, our whole thing is that when you're dealing with a child with behavior problems, the, the, 
the issues are repetitive. They keep happening over and over and over again. So, right. and that's actually a good thing because you can then plan for it. So what we do is through the program and through our coaching, we plan out with the parent, what you're going to do the next time your child does X or does Y, whatever, whatever that issue is. And you have a plan in place and you work on it, you apply it, you talk to your coach about it and you, and you see how it goes. And then you decide whether to change direction a little bit or yeah, this is what I need to be doing. This is the right approach. Let's just keep at it and be persistent. So that's incredible. What a great resource. And we point out what's effective and what's not effective. There's a lot of parents do things that are effective, but they're not focused on those things. And they do things that are not effective. Right. Point out, well, that's not effective. And here's why. And so it's Mm -hmm. really helpful. It's very practical. I love it. And, you know, there's no shortage of support we can take on as parents, especially as co-parents, because as I'm sure you know, from your experience, what might be a small behavior problem before the divorce may then suddenly become a bigger one after. But I have a question. Are you working with parents whose children have a diagnosed, you know, like IEP worthy behavior issue, or is it just day-to-day behaviors, tantruming, refusal to listen, or does it span everything? Both. It, it, it's both. It's, um, it runs the gamut from kids that have ADHD. Uh, some kids have what would they call ODD, which is oppositional defiant disorder. Uh, and then your run of the mill, a child reaches typically adolescence, Mm-hmm. Things aren't going well, and mm-hmm. and it's constant arguing in, in the in the home. The grades drop. You know, suddenly when when a child becomes an adolescent, their life suddenly gets more complicated. They have mm-hmm. they have responsibilities, like they have school responsibilities. They have to get up and go to school. They have more social interactions, and they may not be very good at those things. They're inexperienced in dealing with that, and they often turn to defiant behavior and acting out as a as a actually a way to try to solve those problems, and it's not effective. Right. So, but we deal with, we deal with the, the whole range of it. And it's, it's different. If your child is, is what we call ODD, the approach is a little different than if you have the, the run of the mill child, who's just very defiant Got and it. acting out at home, which is kind of normal. It's normal. You'd call it kind of normal teenage behavior, but it's crossed the line to like the parents are really frustrated and they want help. Right. Got it. Okay. So it's all, so it's all the above. I know from personal experience that transitions back and forth between two homes can aggravate a child's behaviors a little bit. Their anxieties mm-hmm. are higher. It makes them act out. What is your experience in working with divorced parents and um, getting them see, getting them to see eye to eye on how to handle their children's behavior? Because you know, unfortunately, with behaviors, everybody's got to be consistent. Yeah. So child, so child behavior problems are are difficult with two parents anyway. We have a program called Two Parents One Plan. And then when you have divorced parents, it's even more difficult. So it's, this is not an easy place to be, and there's going to be a lot of disagreement. We urge parents to, in this sea of disagreement, to find islands of agreement and usually focus on, look, we have, we have similar intentions, which is we want our child, for example, to, to improve their grades. We may differ on how we would approach that, but we want to improve their grades. So we want to, like, at a minimum, try to get parents focused because if they work together, they're going to be much more effective than if they than if they work apart. And sometimes that's not possible, but if you can, in that sea of disagreement, stay on those islands on things you agree with and, and try to and try to focus there. It's a challenge. The, it doesn't always it doesn't I always I love work. the islands. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a great perspective. I mean, my ex and I could certainly not live on the same country, but we could maybe yeah. meet each other on an island somewhere where we agree on something. I love that. If, if you don't get along with your ex, but you know you if you feel in your heart your ex cares about the kids and their kids development like you have a good chance sometimes things are so bad that the parent the ex is willing to use 
the child as a pawn against the parent. Those are those are situations that are, they get much more difficult. Absolutely, it's um, it's really frustrating, you know, from my profession and where I stand because yeah. you just want to shake people and be like, "Don't you realize yeah. what's in the best interest of the kids?" Yeah, and and the, the divorces in my family, in most cases, the marriage didn't work out well, but both parents like they want the kids to do well, and they they so that's that's their best case. And if that and you have that situation, you can find these islands of agreement. And recognize that you have the same you have the same goals. You just might disagree on the approach on how to get there. So, what are some um, of the the common behavior issues children will start to present in in a divorce as their parents get divorced or start co-parenting? Well, it's actually not necessarily all that different than the behavior problems that they would have anyway. Mm-hmm. What we what we tell parents is that you have to be be very careful not to blame the divorce on your child's behavior problems. And so so a lot of parents will forego consequences out of guilt. They, they believe that their child's behavior problems are the result of, of the divorce and it's not the child's fault. Got it. Now, there wow. may be some merit to that, but it's not effective. If, if your child's not behaving well, you need, to, you need to hold them accountable the way you would whether you're divorced or not divorced. I agree. We have a lot of, you know, parents, we have, we have kids whose parents passed away that are divorced, that have abuse problem, like all sorts of stuff. But no matter where you are in life, you, you need to learn how to behave regardless of how you're feeling and what the circumstances are. I, and that's what we tell parents. So don't don't blame yourself for your child behavior. And um, you yeah. owe it to your child to hold them accountable otherwise, because they're the only ones who can change their behavior. You can't, Absolutely. you actually can't change your child's behavior. They get it's them so, to change their behavior. I'm laughing because I, I give my mom a hard time sometimes. My mom was very strict and very like, yeah. you know, if I got an A minus, I was grounded. And my parents went through a really rocky divorce. It was all of my adolescence. The divorce took yeah. almost 10 years to finalize. And I'm always like, mom, why weren't you easier on me? I was going through so much. And she's like, give me a break. Like you still had to grow up and be a decent human being, you know? So I'm laughing the, as you say see, that, that. That's a great approach because if, if she... If she blamed all of your issues on her and her divorce, you, you grow up learning that you just scapegoat whatever issues you are. We're all going to have challenges. You, you have to behave well regardless. That's a whole, this whole thing with, with James Lehman. The program is called the Total Transformation Program. And a lot of kids that have behavior problems have uh, issues with self-esteem, for example. That's like It's well-documented. But what's not well-documented is that treating self-esteem actually solves the problem. So there's this idea that if you can get the kid to feel better, he's going to behave better. Mm-hmm. James Lehman told Transformation, he turned it around. He said, he said, what I've noticed is if you get the kid to behave better, his esteem Im- improves. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that the goal is good behavior no matter how you feel. Well, yeah, so, that makes a lot of sense because they're probably carrying around a sense of shame because yeah. they know they're always going to get in trouble. And that shame is deadly. Yeah. So – there's another thing, and specifically in the divorce situation, on on the behavior thing, which is you have to be really careful not to blame your ex for your child's behavior. Mm-hmm. You may not like how your ex is parenting, and when you and when you are divorced and you're living in separate homes, you're, you're you have to accept the fact that your ex c- can have different rules in the household than you do. Yeah, it'd be nice to come together, but you may not be able to. And unless the rules, you know, unless it's abusive or something, they actually have the right to parent differently. And if and you That's may not agree truth, with that. A very it's hard, a hard truth, truth for our listeners. <laughs> but what's more difficult is fighting that truth because it is true. And if you try to fight against it and it and it's you're gonna get frustrated. But yeah. 
but to blame your child, but to blame your child's behavior on your ex, even if you think it in front of your child, like you don't want your child to know that you want your child to be accountable for his or her own behavior mm-hmm. and not, and not blame it on the other parent. It's, it's very mm-hmm. tempting to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, we forget, you know, in our angriest moments as divorced parents that we created these little humans with yeah. our exes and they're half them. And so that's yeah. a very great point you make. Wait, 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 wait. Before we do anything, I have to ask, have you not joined the Moms Moving On membership community yet? This is the place I created for anybody looking for the benefits of coaching without having to commit to a high coaching fee. I've rounded up my go-to experts to put together curated content just for you, including free monthly webinars with me, self-confidence boosters, co-parenting tips and strategies, heartbreak advice, divorce anxiety relief, legal advice from top U.S. attorneys and mediators, financial advice, eBooks to help you on your journey, journal prompts and worksheets, discounts for all my favorite brands. The list goes on and on and on. And all of this at only $9.99 a month. Yep, you heard that right. $9.99 a month to be connected to women all over the world who are going through exactly what you're going through and to connect with me. Go to momsmovingon.com slash become a member and join us today. So what would be, you know, the first course of action to take if you're now in two different homes, your kids are going back and forth, and there's just, you're having a hard time getting a handle on on discipline and, and their behavior? Um, so the, the back and forth thing is uh, one thing that happens a lot, especially with transition time when, when a we recommend for parents when the child comes back from the other spouse's house, give them a couple of hours before you even talk mm-hmm. about anything or go anything. Mm-hmm. Cause that's usually when the fights happen is when they come mm-hmm. back. I, um, I'm so a that, big fan of that. Yeah. So, so give them some calm down time, like let, let them give them some space, sit down at, during a quiet time when things are going well and just explain what your rules are in your household and just say, I understand that the rules might be different in in your, in your mother or your father's household, but these are the rules in our our household. I can't control what your father and mother does, but, and we're going to go by the rules in this household and that's how it works. And just explain to them and, and, and be very um, kind of business-like about it. Something my, my clients will bring up is, you know, but I want to be in daddy's house then because he lets me have candy before bed. And that's well, well, screw your father. He doesn't care about your teeth, right? That would be like the unhappy person's response. And I've, I've, I've heard that. And I've found for me, it's, well, it's great that you have a routine at daddy's that you love, but here we don't do that. And that's it. Like, let it go. Matter of fact about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now when the child's 18 or 17, they might actually be able to go and and stay there. Uh, That's a more difficult issue. Do you see that a lot? Yeah, we do. Do you see that happening? It's, it's, it's actually, it's heartbreaking because at that point the child can actually go and not, you can't make them do something. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so th- that is a very difficult situation to be in, but it's not like you can necessarily change it. So you just have to, you have to figure out what can you change and what can you not change? Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to, you want to be in a place where you have, you, you want to have the authority in your own household. Someone needs to be in charge and you don't want your child in charge. Mm-hmm. Stuff doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Um, there are very few households where the child's running the household and things are going well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've seen it. Yeah. But we still counsel the the, the the total transformation program, the approach to parenting that that we take in the old in the in the household is still sort of the same, and it's there's a lot of concepts in there, which is 
Um, you know, one of the things we say is you don't have to attend every argument that you're invited to. Your child's going to want to argue with you all the time about what the rules are. And you don't have to, you don't have to attend those arguments. You can, we, we recommend saying, look, if you have a, if you have a problem with what the rules are, we'll schedule a time tomorrow from five to five 30. We'll discuss them. But mm-hmm. until then, this is what the rules are. You need to follow it. Take it or leave um, it. And take it. Yeah. Right. And we will discuss it, but, but you realize at that point, they don't want to have that discussion tomorrow between five and five 30. What they want to do is not have any rules apply to them. They want to not do their chores or not do their homework or not do whatever. And the, the arguing is all about is all about wearing you down so that you just stop caring as a parent and the argument becomes worse than whatever the child was doing. Mm-hmm. And because it's actually an, it's actually an effective technique that a child has learned to get out of responsibilities. Yeah. And it works and it works well. It actually works at home because the parent is willing to, in many cases, cover for the child. But it's not a good lesson to learn because when they get out in the real world, they'll, they'll end up losing jobs and uh, failing school and doing other stuff. So Right. Absolutely. So I think something that would be helpful to hear for our listeners, um, you know, a lot of moms are worried that because they discipline and they have their kids under control and dad or the other ex, the ex-partner is running a three-ring circus, that their kids are going to be screwed up for life. How do you see it when there's the discipline is so different in both homes? Uh, we call that the Disneyland. There's a thing, the Disneyland dad. Dad just, just wrote an article on that. Yes, is I that, did. Is that is that still a term? I don't know if that's a term. No, they it's so. it's a term, and it's yeah. you know it's detrimental for reasons that people don't even realize. Yeah, you again. We we go back to the thing. You can't make your ex parent in a certain way. Um, you can set the rules in your own household, establish those rules, make sure they're enforced, and and when your and when your child wants to have that argument about what I get to do it your father's house, you want to cut them off very quickly and say, look, what your father does at his house is up to him. But in our house, these are the rules and don't, and don't go much beyond that for the, for the conversation. And, and your child will respect you over time for that. Mm-hmm. You know, if they see, if they see weakness, they're going to keep going after it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we, we recommend that you don't talk badly about the other parent Just say he in front of the child, because if they're used to that, then it sort of justifies that, that, you can talk badly about the other parent to the child because the other parent's going to do it to the child also. So you want, you want that to be considered unacceptable behavior. Like we don't, I don't, I'm not going to talk about my, you know, about your father in front of you. That's, you know, our issues are between each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this is about you living in this household and, and having the rules. So there's, there's no, there's no perfect solution to all of this. There's right. there are the things that are effective and not effective. What do you mean, Kimball? You can't solve all our problems in this interview? Like what? No. <laughs> and, if, and if you find if you find someone who says they can solve all the problems, um, I recommend you don't give them your your money. No, I understand, <laughs> and I you know just yeah, just having been yeah. a co-parent for five years now, you have to really take things situation by situation and yeah. handle them as they come up, and be grateful for the days that aren't a shit show for lack of a better term and, yep. and expect that things change over time. Kids behavior is going to change. Their emotions are going to change and their needs are going to change. And, and the more you can be on the same page, the better. Yeah. And there are plenty of listeners who'll say, well, we're never going to be on the same page. And I say, that's okay. As long as you can maintain consistency yeah. in your home, that's the best you can do. Yeah. We, we also recommend if possible, if, if you, if you can communicate with your ex that you should communicate directly and don't rely on the information about what a child is allowed or not allowed to do in the household to come from that child. 
because kids aren't going to be honest with their parents about what really goes on. So you want to, you don't want to, you don't want to get the message through the child. If you can talk directly to, to your, to your ex about what's actually going on, that's better. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily going to get the, the full story. Right. And your child will, kids will manipulate their parents in a divorce situation. Oh yes, they will. So. And it doesn't make them, I think people need to know that it's not going to make them like, you know, bank robbers and like identity theft masters in the future. It's just yeah. what it's, it's the nature of divorced kids. Like they know how yes. to play each parent, especially yes. against I, each other. I was, I was 16 when my parents got divorced. Oh, you were older. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I was the youngest. I was the youngest child. It's, it was, it's not a surprise. It happens often. The, the kids all grow up and then, and then uh, the parents get divorced. Mm -hmm. So I was 16 and my parents got divorced. I was the youngest and you learn, you know, my dad thought I was at mom's house and mom thought I was at dad's house. <laughs> I wow. was somewhere else. God, don't I mean? and, scare and you, me. <laughs> right. So, so these things happen and you have to recognize and you have to recognize that and, and just understand that, that, that you make the rules in your household and then there are consequences for it. Mm -hmm. um, and also, and this is combined with the child behavior stuff, which is the childs are often using acting out as a coping mechanism. It's, it's the way they're trying to solve their problems is not effective, but they, but they solve their problems um, whether they don't want to do their homework or they're having a conflict with someone by acting out. Uh, so you have to make sure that those behaviors don't get them what they want, first of all, and then you have to offer them alternative behaviors. And a lot of our parent parenting programs are around how do you, how do you get your, how do you coach your child to make better decisions and approach things better? So that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's the, there's two aspects to it. One is not letting the acting out behavior achieve what they want it to achieve, which is they mm -hmm. get what they want essentially, or, or they don't, or they get out of doing what they don't want to do. And then at the same time, coaching them to, here's what you can do instead. And mm -hmm. the kids who, it works, it's actually very effective. And, and, and when kids get a little bit of a success success around behaving better and, and things going smoother, they actually like it. Yeah. Kids kids are acting out all the time. We're not happy kids. Uh, like it's not, it's, it doesn't make them feel better. So. Right. I think this is great. Um, so, so for uh, somebody listening whose child does have ODD, or is ADHD or has spect a spectrum disorder, how do you recommend yeah. they, because I, I do feel in those issues, probably consistency is best in both homes. How do you recommend they yeah. just cover the basics? So if they have spectrum disorders, some of our, some of our materials, depending on how, where they are in the spectrum, it may not be appropriate. Uh, so you should talk to your healthcare provider on any of those types of things. Mm -hmm. But you want you want to be you want to be consistent and very often with these kids, what you need to do is is and this is what our coaching focuses on is is you may be doing the right thing, but you need to start from where your child is and move forward, which is a kid that has these spectrum issues, their starting point may not be where you think it is. So like a, a child, like let's say you're trying to get your, your kid to like get his homework done. A, a normal kid might be able to sit for 45 minutes before they need a break. Other kids might not be able, you know, may only make it for 20 minutes. You just need to understand what your limitations are so that you set your expectations appropriately and start from where your child is and try to improve them forward with that. And so some, some parents don't recognize uh, where that is with their child, especially if they have a, you know, if they're on the spectrum or, or have other issues. So, mm -hmm. you know, we just caution them that you need to set your expectations. You can improve all these situations. You just need to know where you're, where you're going with it. Yes, and then with ODD, which is the oppositional defiant, a lot of parents think their child is ODD and they may not be. So we have this little litmus test. Um, <laughs> again, you, sh you should see a provider, but here, here's a good litmus test. 
if your child is oppositional with you, even if it's on everything, but in school and with other adults and with strangers and with the police and with anyone else, they're not oppositional. They actually behave reasonably well in school. So like it's if not they look them, at, it's you. <laughs> exactly. So if your child is saying F you all the time, right to your face and just being completely oppositional, but they wouldn't dare do that in school. It's they don't have ODD. <laughs> I know. I'm definitely what they have is a parent that they that they have no respect for and and are taking advantage of. So you just need to know what, what it is. Yeah. It's like when you have the parent teacher conference and you're like holding your breath to hear about all the ways your kid is like destroying the classroom and you hear that they're the best kid ever and you're yeah, like well behaved. Ah, wow, what do you exactly. what do you know? Um that's, so that's great. actually good news. That's you'd 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 rather hear that than than your child is absolutely defiant in school, out of school, everywhere. Like that's right. not a good that's more difficult than your than your child probably is is might be approaching an ODD uh, situation, which we deal with also. It's just have to be a little you have to deal with it a little bit differently. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I used to be a special education teacher, and how many times I worked with kids with behavior issues, and how many times the parents would come and be like, "I'm so sorry for anything he's done," and I'm like, "Well, he hasn't done anything yet. He has a harder yeah. time focusing." But you know, and and uh, you know, we always think our kids have the worst of the worst of the worst issues, and yeah. they very end up, they very well don't. Um, all right, we so let's that, talk we about call a, that we call that catastrophizing, where you you yep. like you're so focused on your own child or whatever, like you just, any, any problem you think like, Oh my, there's, there's their future screwed. Yeah. I, I'm, no, I'm not, definitely like that. I mean, it's a product, yeah. it's a function of my anxiety. I get it. And I have yeah. to be reined in, but that's my own issue. Anyway, let's talk about empowering parents because I, as I told you, when we first started chatting, I fell down a rabbit hole on this website and there are so many great resources and tools for all kinds of parents and kids. So share a little bit about that and how people can get hooked into it. So our website is empoweringparents.com. And when you come there, uh, we have hundreds of articles that are free articles. You can, you can read those articles. That's how most people find us. They Google search whatever child behavior problem they have. And what we also offer is premium content, specifically a program called the Total Transformation Program, which is this comprehensive approach to dealing with child behavior problems. Um, the Total Transformation is our, is our foundational program, but there's five or six other programs that go along with it including things like two parents, one plan. So if you're in this specific situation of, of, a, of a divorced um, or parents that disagree situation, we have a, a program called the Complete Guide to Consequences. You know, if your consequences aren't working, maybe they're not, maybe they could be improved somehow. Some, some consequences mm -hmm. are more effective than others. So mm -hmm. we explain why and, and how to deal with those situations. So these are all online learning programs and you can combine, you can combine it with coaching where you can call us up and, and talk to one of our coaches. So we're empoweringparents.com. We're also on Facebook. You just go empowering parents on Facebook. You'll find us on Instagram also. Okay. Awesome. And I will definitely link all of these in the show notes. And I'd love to start sharing some of your resources on my Instagram yeah. as well. I think it'll be really helpful. I appreciate we've had incredible success stories. We're like really optimistic. Like you can, things can change. We, we see, we see successes every day. Oh, absolutely. You just got to put in the work people. You can't expect yep. it to happen overnight. Yeah. Um, any, any last final words of encouragement for any mom listening who is struggling and, and just needs a little hope in this area? Uh, take it one day at a time and just, you know, do something different tomorrow. And, and these things can change. You can, you can be in a bad situation now and, and, you know, your, your kid is a, is a work in progress and Absolutely. they can make remarkable gains very quickly. So 
There's so hope. much good perspective in this. Kimball, thank you. It's been wonderful chatting with you and learning more about the services you provide and how we can all just simmer down and relax. Our kids will probably be okay if we do the right thing. Um, Mom's moving on, everybody. Thank you for being here. Please be in touch and we'll see you again with another great episode. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Mom's Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.